0: Welcome to the SEEK22 podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Erin Scanlon, one of the SEEK MCs and your host for this season. This podcast is a place of community, collaboration, and inspiration created to invite and encourage you deeper into relationship with Jesus. Today, we're hearing from our friends at the Poco a Poco podcast. The Poco a Poco podcast offers practical spirituality from some of the Franciscan friars of the renewal. The friars break open the gospel in light of their years of prayer, communal life, and work with the poor. The Poco a Poco podcast is a source of rest, encouragement, refreshment, and renewal for all pilgrims, helping them to discern and make the next best step. Poco a Poco, little by little, step by step, we're making our pilgrimage to the Father's house. In this Seek-inspired episode, Father Mark Mary and Father Innocent chat with former Focus missionaries and current postulants Seth and Luke about their journey to where they are today. We can't wait for you to hear.
1: You're listening to the Poco a Poco podcast, sponsored by Spirit Juice Studios. Poco a Poco, vamos a Somos peregrinos
2: and you know that's who we are. We make our way.
1: Hey, I'm Father Mark and What's up, everybody? Father Innocent. I'm Luke. And I'm Seth. <laughs> and we're the Franciscan Friars of Renewal, and this is the Poco a Poco podcast. Seek episode, special seek edition. edition. Can you guys make a cool, like, foghorn uh That's what we needed. That's what we needed. Seek twenty-two.
3: Seek twenty.
4: Twenty-two.
1: Man, oh man! But this episode is going to come out a a ways before. But this is a special episode just for Seek, which and we have we have two of our postulants, Seth and Luke, on because they are former Focus missionaries who are now current CFR postulants. Look at them,
4: nice white shirts and their crosses.
1: Thank you. Do <laughs> you. Uh, you want to just give a, a somewhat brief just introduction to yourself? School focus, whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I'm Seth. I, um, <laughs> you can say your last gra- name if you want.
3: I didn't really know it, to be honest. Seth Robert. <laughs> uh, I graduated from the Southeast Missouri State University. Go Red Hawks. Um, I graduated with a general studies degree. Studied math for two years, nursing for two years. <laughs> then I got a general studies degree. Uh, so pretty pointless. because <laughs> all I wanted to do because well, I just want to become a missionary. So I mm. uh, joined Focus, was missionary for five years. And then I somehow I'm sitting next to you wearing a white shirt.
1: Where'd you serve as a missionary?
3: Texas A&M for one year and four years in Dublin.
1: And that's There's, unique. Just, there's, there's a school in, in Ireland that we that Focus missionaries. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> University
3: University uh, College Dublin, UCD.
1: Mm. In A&M. Gigum. Gig Gig do em. I go left? Does it matter what hand? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh Duke, or Duke. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he Duke. Luke. <laughs>
1: Luke, who are you? Yeah, I am
2: Luke. <laughs> I graduated from Duke University, originally from... OKES in Delaware.
1: And you could, sorry, you could just talk to us. about not yeah, look over Yeah, you're good. This is okay. great.
2: Great. Um, graduated from Duke in 2018 and then entered postulancy with a different Franciscan community for eight months. Then went to work at Duke in campus ministry for three and then became a focus missionary for two years and served at the University of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Go Huskies. Is that the thing? That's the thing. You, it's confusing it's cause like, it, it looks like other things too. But this yeah, is yeah but it's like a, it's like a,
1: that's a popular one. Like a yeah, dog. Yeah, like, like a wolf. What it's is it? Like a wolf. It's a wolf.
4: Or a husky. A yeah. husky, like it's a like, dog It's, it's well. like a wolf.
1: Yeah. Um, well, thanks for doing this guys. I asked both of them before coming on if they were comfortable with public speaking. You both said yes. That's true. So here we are. And, and to you, be honest, then you told us that we were doing this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you said no, we would have probably done it anyway. But I feel like this is a nice This is role, a good pick. Yeah. I mean, this moment. is awesome. I feel very good about where we're at right now. Hmm. I feel very clever. You know, Focus Missionaries, wow. Focus episode. Wow. Yeah. And we, I mentioned this. We did an episode last year. We we were at UConn together for mm-hmm. um, for Seek last year. And we, the the brothers, myself, Father Angelus and, and uh, Father Innocent, we did an episode as well for that. And one of the things we mentioned, which I don't think you guys would have heard the episode, mm-hmm. is that our podcast basically is because of Seek. So mm-hmm. it was Seek in, I've, I've been to two. It was Seek in Indianapolis. We were, we, were, we were there just doing our friar thing, whatever it was. I'd just gotten back from the Trinidad mission trip, uh, Varsity Catholic, where I met a number of friends that we <laughs> are still friends with. And um, there was the Catholic Stuff You Should Know, guys. Mm. They were doing a podcast. And there was like a bunch of people all around it. I'm like, what is this thing? And why do people care so much about it? What's I a podcast? Listened, I don't, yeah, I didn't know. what I never listened to podcasts. I didn't know anything about it. And then it was a it was a, a woman who used to run Focus as Social who, who took me out to this um, conference out in New York. And where I heard, hey, podcasts are this thing. You got to keep doing it. So thank you, Focus, for inspiring us to have a podcast. And I feel like it's right for us to... Do a special episode. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are no now, you're you're more friar than focus.
2: That's true. Once a missionary, always a missionary.
4: Ooh. We gotta beat it out of you. I was told <laughs> I was, I was
3: told to bring my experience as a folks missionary Ooh, into being a Franciscan
1: true. by Brother Mariano today. That's true. Brother Mariano, who's in his first year of vows. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I think what we want to talk about today is this, and it's interesting, is we can introduce tell a little bit of our stories is is all of us more or less had our conversions in a similar window, which is basically college-ish. Father Innocent was late high school. Um, really? What what year of college for you? Uh, my junior, going into senior year. My freshman year. Freshman year for me, it was it was freshman year as well. And I think that's a, I why I feel like that's a good thing to bring up is, um, for a lot of folks, particularly our parents or whatever, it's like call or 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 clergy or whatever like college can seem like a place where everyone goes to become prodigal sons and daughters mm. like it's like this it's like the the college environment can be very hostile towards growing in holiness and growing in discipleship and growing in the faith like there's just a lot of distractions and a lot of the culture is going very very quickly uh contrary to Jesus and prayer and chastity all and all that um but all four of us, more or less in a similar time window from, from 17 to say 20, it was in that time. And, and for three of us, at least it was in a, a college environment that the Lord was able to break in and to speak. And so I think that's for some of the, those folks who are listening, like that was already their experience, but for some who are maybe like, well, I, should, I don't even know if it's possible to follow Jesus in the midst of like this, this uh college situation. Like, yeah, no, it is hmm. like 100%. It, and this is the, this is like the tagline is holiness isn't uh holiness is Wait, holiness is possible, but, but it doesn't happen by accident. Like growing into discipleship, it's possible where like wherever you are, uh, but it's not just gonna happen. You're gonna have to make some intentional choices. Uh, Luke, would you be comfortable just sharing a little bit about like, wait, it can be like a, a pretty quick version of just like what happened in your own life? Yeah. So I
2: really had no intention of being involved in my Catholic faith or campus ministry in college. So I went to Duke, I never visited and I was on this pre-orientation program and my friend, Lauren invited me to go to mass on Sunday. And I was so struck by what was happening. Like there were young people there, they were excited. There was music that was different and the preaching was something I could really relate to. So, I was being drawn into this community from the get-go and I was invited to join a Bible study. And that was really the first time I was surrounded by men and women. It was a co-ed Bible study um, that prayed and that had this personal relationship with Jesus and that were in scripture. And that was never something I'd experienced in Catholic school. And there is a new intimacy that I was being personally invited into by my Bible study leaders. So, kind of like going through this experience of realizing like, Oh, I have all of this head knowledge, but I really have no idea um, who Jesus is to me. And I've never really listened to what he says in scripture. Like I've heard these stories, but like they've never become more than just stories. So that was kind of the, the foundation for me. And then getting involved in this Bible study and meeting friends who are Catholic and really on fire is kind of what was the Kickstarter for Mm -hmm. my conversion. Seth, what do you got?
3: Um, I had no intention of being on this, um, but I (laughs) I dragged into it. Oh, my conversion. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) um, um, So, uh, yeah, I had, there was focused missionaries on my college campus and they outreach to me like every year. Uh, My first couple of (laughs) years, I like tried to stay as far away as I could and uh, just, just thought Catholics and, people that practice the faith were weird, to be honest. Um, But I always had it like a, I had a friend that would always invite me to things. I'd come for meals and things like that. And then I said yes to a mission trip to Haiti, um, which kind of got a real foot in the door. Uh, And that kind of led to me being more open. So I I joined um, a Bible study. I built a great friendship with one of the missionaries. I went to seek. Seek was really powerful (laughs) for me. And then I went on a mission trip to Brazil, uh, this summer, going into my senior year, that's when I like just really encountered the Lord in uh, adoration in the Eucharist, and kind of had a big conversion. So it was the Lord's like kind of slowly pulling me into
1: the deep. I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys th- don't know this, but I'll, I'll just share mine real quickly. Is my my conversion happened freshman year of college, and my the hangup was this: is I grew up from a pretty like. Uh, uh, it's not, I mean, a country club type of lifestyle. Um, a little, a little bougie. Do you have
4: a gated community.
1: I there's there was a gate <laughs> on our driveway, there was not a full <laughs> gated community. Um, but yeah, but but there's this thing, this idea of my like of my faith, which was basically like, all right, so so faith is good to a certain component, like, and, and Jesus is okay to have, and being Catholic is okay to have it to a certain degree, but like, basically, like don't <laughs> don't get crazy or like don't be weird. Um, and so it's like. It, it was part of the puzzle, right? So it was okay to, and it was even good to like go to mass on Sunday. It was good to do like a service work. It was good to have friends at the church, but but also you needed to basically be able to party. You basically, you needed to like be able to do things that like the world did and, and, and valued. And what I thought this made me was uh, well-rounded and dynamic. And it, I didn't realize that actually that's what we call a hypocrite. Um, so anyway, it was freshman year of college, And I, uh, I was in LA uh, and it was my first, first time I I actually just stopped going to Sunday mass, not because of like some active rebellion, but just the inertia of life. Like I wasn't going and I was like partying a couple of days a week and it was at a dorm party, uh, at a, at a dorm party freshman year drinking, um, boxed wine out of an old 24 ounce, um, diet Pepsi bottle. I was going to, I, that came
4: to my mind immediately. Yeah. Cause I know this story. I'm like, I wonder if he's going to go for the boxed wine.
1: Yeah. 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 It, was, it was boxed wine in an, in an old diet Pepsi bottle. Um, which I think the idea was like, cause we weren't allowed to drink obviously and that the diet Pepsi bottle would somehow hide what we were drinking, but it's like, really, that's definitely not Pepsi <laughs> anyway. And there was this young woman who, who said she was an atheist. And I started talking to him like, how can you not believe? Like, And I was like, finding the word of God and all this stuff. And the Lord just rocked me. And there was this um, this deep sort of illumination and <clears throat> conviction. Like you believe and it needs to affect your whole life. And so that was the moment where it was like, oh, I do believe this. And actually you can't like box Jesus in. And uh, we need to give him permission to, we got, got kind of to touch. Like if, if you believe like. And it, your belief is going to be sincere. It's like okay, everything's got to be on the table, mm-hmm. and to be be touched by that. Um, I'm going to keep going. Is that all right, Father yeah, Innocent? Totally. Usually, Father Innocent when he's on here does all the talking. About that is like, not you know, true. Talk, talk, talk. I like, always follow you. I only, always like, wait for my prompt. It's really the Father Innocent. <laughs> yeah, and everyone else speaks Poco <laughs> podcast. <laughs> really? Yeah. This is how this goes. He leads. I'm I'm here to support you. This is what happened. Um. But I think for all of us, right, we, we have probably a shared experience, Father Innocent included, of some sort of maybe moment that like that like is a turning point or we have these experiences like a retreat mm-hmm. or seek that's like, boom, flash in the pan, I get all super hype. I've probably been on, before I was a friar, I'd probably been on 30 retreats. Now we, and I've probably been on, I don't know, a hundred something, right? And like one retreat, one event, isn't going to sustain you for the journey. Mm-hmm. And so it's a time where a fire is sparked, something begins, but for that to continue to grow and for that, like particularly the relationship with Jesus to continue, it's gotta be actually fed every day, right? And so what I want what we're gonna talk about today is like, first of all, the importance of prayer and then some very practicals from guys who have very recently teaching college students how to pray, like how to, like why pray, what prayer is and then how to do it. So Father, Einstein, can you just kind of like lean into a little bit of the importance? Yeah. Oh,
4: I mean I just love I know these guys' stories and I love hearing them and and just kind of being with you in in just experiencing the Lord and mm-hmm. what he did in your life and father Mark Mary I've heard your story a lot and so one thing that just sticks out is that there becomes a moment when relationship becomes real right and and God uses so many different things in our lives right the the ups and the downs the twists and the turns we talked about recently on on the podcast just just God just uses the ordinary, the suffering, the darkness, the sin, everything he uses to get us to this place of relationship where suddenly my 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 faith becomes about him and his desire to be close to me and to reveal his heart to me. Right? That's when we say prayer. We don't mean like this the thing that we do or like okay, I have these experiences and now I'm going to start doing something. You know, yeah, we have to make decisions, right? But it's so it's what I again what I heard uh, in all of your own stories is that something happened to you. Like something happened in your heart that captivated you, that broke through the struggle or the loneliness or the longing. Right. And you, you realize that, wow, like God is real. There's something there. There is something that in my heart that, that responds to this, this, this gift of who Jesus is. Right. And so that's the, this is how we start in prayer. It's not an idea. It's not something we do but it's a person, right? And that's for, for every single college student out there. It's, this is what we want to introduce you to is to a person, not a method. It's not, again, it's not some program that, oh, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to learn how to pray. I'm going to go to seek. And then I'm just going to, then I'm going to do something, like do something afterwards. Right. We want to just introduce you to a person, the person of Jesus. And as, as we, as we start living in this relationship, we begin to to experience life differently. I'm not alone in my suffering. Like Jesus, who is God, has a deep desire. He's attentive to my heart. He he has a deep desire to fulfill me. I want to be happy. Well, he wants me to be happy too. Who would have, what weird, right? Like we begin to live in a different type of relationship and then our behavior, our daily schedule, we'll probably talk about, right? That's a thing. We, we, we begin to make decisions that reflect this relationship with Jesus, whom we love and we've, we've really experienced.
1: Mm-hmm. Luke, anything on prayer?
2: Yeah, <laughs> just on what you're sharing. like, where do I meet this person? I think that was a big question for me in college. Mm-hmm. And I was really good at having a devotional life. Like I love praying the rosary, divine mercy chaplet. Easy, could you know pump those out, walk into class, but that wasn't very personal. So encountering Jesus in two very concrete places in the scripture and in Eucharistic adoration and mm. his presence in the tabernacle, like being able to kind of cultivate a very real relationship with a real person.
4: It's like, where do I meet this person? That's a great question.
2: Yeah. And, <sighs> and those are two places. Like I would always want my guys to go to the chapel or the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And if we can't start there and it's like, Hey, like, let me pray with you. And like, we, we can enter into God's presence with us here. But, um just yeah this invitation beyond just res- recitation because i find myself still stuck in my my mind when i'm just like going through the motions yeah. so that's kind of a question that i like would bring back to my guys now if i had the chance to mm. it's like okay where do i meet this jesus yeah.
1: i'm going to add on to that and then i'll kick over to you seth if you have anything that you want to kind of add on the on the topic here is I feel like it's a little bit of an edgy thing, but this is a, a safe place. Um, <laughs> but safe but, place. but you, sent, you kind of indirectly said it. Is, it's, a, it's a question I'll ask people who I'm walking with somewhat occasionally. Like, okay, like, do like you have like a prayer life? Like how your, mm. how's your prayer life going? And I get nervous when the answer is like, yeah, I say like, yeah, you know, I try and say a rosary every day or I try and do the chaplet every day where it's, it's like, it's a, it's a thing that's happening. Like it's, but it's not, it's poss- it's, it's not necessarily relational. And and I do think like um particularly Catholic, like the the gift of formal prayers is an absolute gift, right? And there's a way in which when we are praying the chaplet or we're praying um the liturgy of the hours, we're going to mass, we're praying the rosary, like that this can really deep us, deeply um bring us before the person of Jesus Christ, before the whole, um, the whole mystery of the Trinity. But it's also very easy for us not to do it. And we can sort of <clears throat> limit prayer to saying prayers. Um, but but like that a relationship with the Lord Jesus, one that really transforms our lives and satisfies our, our longing for intimacy and relationship, like it's gotta be deeper than saying prayers. Um, yeah, and that's and that particularly I think for, for Catholics where it's like, it just, it seems like an, an easy practical starting point <laughs> and, and perhaps it could be good. But I really love Luke, what you said about like, hey, what about like some spending some time Reading with sitting with the scriptures, learning how to do lectio divina, etc., or or Eucharist adoration. Some of this place. I just want to make sure our our prayer has some like conversation, some like heart to heart component, as opposed to maybe like a what can be like a monologue of like a one way um, sort of prayer. Did I, I did I say anything that needs to be more <laughs> refined? Hmm.
4: No, I, I would have said that something more. The thought came came across my mind that oftentimes, and again, I, I accuse myself first. Like th- thinking and like mm-hmm. talking to yourself is not praying, mm-hmm. right? Like that's a big IPF thing. Like w- when we sit before the Lord and we we just kind of, again, you're just reading something or just, it becomes like just repetitive or you're kind of in a mechanical. Now we, we all do that. It's human just to kind of get in a rhythm. But the idea is, is that just, we have to live in communion or yeah. in a relationship, right? So that means there, I love how you said there's a heart to heart, right? There is actually someone looking back at you and he he loves you and he wants he wants to be with you. Right. And again, it's kind of edgy, but, but we, we want to be invite people mm-hmm. to deeper prayer, deeper relationship.
1: Yeah. And I guess for me, part of it is like freshman year of college. I had this idea, like when I had my conversion, I'm going to start praying rosary every day. And mm-hmm. I'd like, I'd like say it while I was like getting dressed, walking to the car, getting on like the freeway or something like that. And I w- I said all of the, whatever, 50 something hail Marys, but the amount of like actual <laughs> encounter with another was like, Totally absent, but I like. Is your prayer? Yeah, I say rosary every day. Like, well, I don't. I say rosary every day. I don't pray actually at all, but I say rosary every day. And so that's my personal, like, just like okay, let's just let's just make sure we're talking about prayer in the right way, and we're and we're going deeper. Yeah,
3: Mm. yeah. Seth, what do you got for me for us? Well, I think it's funny because I actually started my prayer life by praying the rosary every day, (laughs) which Uh is
1: which is which is a start,
3: which is a start. We just want to go deeper because I remember I I went and I was like. I was very convicted after seek after Jason Everett's talk about like being a father and being a better man. And so I wanted to start praying and I didn't know how to pray. So I knew the hail Mary and the art father. So I started with a rosary and like each I would go to the church. So I wasn't like doing it while doing a bunch of things. Yeah. I was like attentive, but then each day I'd it stayed a couple of minutes after the rosary kind of just shared my feelings with the Lord and say five minutes. And I stayed 10 minutes and I started to kind of slowly build it from there Um, but yeah, I think one thing that I always would tell students is, um, yeah, when you're, when you're going to pray and you're like, like a lot of students would be like frustrated, like see someone who's like really holy and like, I just don't know how to do that. Like, okay, great. Tell that to the Lord. That's prayer. Um, like just, just relate your frustration that you don't understand how to have a relationship with God. And you just started your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Um, it's quite simple. And, and just to continue to do it um i think one of my, i think i don't know the quote mother teresa the calcutta talked about like to learn how to pray just start mm-hmm. that that's like my biggest advice i always just set time yeah 15 minutes read scripture whatever it is but just start and the lord is going to bless that
1: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great and um i'm self conscious now about you can start with the rosary. You just got to actually pray. You can it's don't totally. Be towards yeah, another.
3: we just got to be in a relationship. I, I think there's so like You, a, you guys kind of, we're kind
1: of dogging on it.
2: It's <laughs> no, yeah. not like, true. There's a technological parallel. It's like text messaging. Uh-huh. Right. And in, in yeah. a certain way, it can be. It could be really contemplative, but you, when you I
1: mean time, not, I mean, come on. Right? If you want to know Father Mark Mary's thoughts on the rosary, <laughs> you can watch Two Ascension <laughs> Presents videos. How how to really pray the rosary. And there's another one about the, two of my my three, two of my three most- Popular talking videos are on the rosary. We believe in the rosary. We, can, we pray it every day. And you love it. Yeah. But I think it's just insightful that you started off, by, it was just a little bit heavy. My, my experiences in Seth was different. And again, it's just we want to, what we're talking about is a relationship with the Lord Jesus. And the rosary certainly can be, and for many people, is a way into that, deeper into that relationship. But also it can be a way of just saying, Words. checking boxes. Yep. Um, all right, well, that's that so here's here's the other thing. This is something I said um I probably said it last year. I'll, I'll say it again, but right my my own experience of my my relationship with Jesus wasn't that like when I stopped going to mass, basically stopped practicing the faith, going to the sacraments, whatever. it wasn't like a very intentional choice to basically stop, but it was basically by by not doing anything, the spiritual life dies and and the way I like to the the image I use is like. Um, the spiritual life is a real life and right there's two ways to end a life or to take a life one is like through a direct sort of violence which kills something the second one is um, through not providing it like what it needs to live so if you have like a rose bush for example um, you can you can destroy the rose bush by uh, cutting it in half by poisoning it by um, suffocating it by ripping it up and throwing it at by pushing Father Mark Mary into it while playing football, um, which that happened, it um, <laughs> wasn't a that. rose, right? Bush. So some sort of like trauma, and so like with the spiritual life, the analogy is like through through direct sin, through a uh, mortal sin, you can act, you can kill the life in your soul, but also like you can kill a plant by just not giving it water, by not giving it sunlight, and if you do that for long enough, the <clears> the light like it's going to die, and it's similar for the spiritual life. Like if you're not um, regularly giving your spiritual life, your relationship with Jesus, what it needs. Through prayer, through relationship, through the, through the sacraments, through the Word, it's it's just indirectly going to die because it's a it's a living thing, and and so I think that's like for those of us who are who are coming to seek, who are kind of maybe new into conversion, to have had some beautiful times of retreat, like that's awesome, and I'm glad that life is that life of God in you is alive and well, but if we if we allow if we stop feeding it. Over time, um, it's going to it's going to weaken, atrophy, and eventually it, it can even uh, totally disappear, which is what I think is happening to to most folks, right? Well-meaning folks.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Varsity Catholic. Varsity Catholic is a division of Focus that works with college athletes who are searching for Christ. Focus's Varsity Catholic missionaries, most of whom were collegiate athletes themselves, lead Bible studies and mentor athletes within their demanding schedules, teaching them to glorify God in their sport and in their daily lives. Check out the link in the podcast description to learn more.
1: So so Luke, if you can give us like a, a what, someone's like, cool, sweet, I want to pray um, I believe in it. I, these graces I've received, I want to be a good steward of. Mm. Um, yeah, what would be like some practical encouragements? Mm.
2: I would start with the question, when? Like, mm-hmm. when are you going to pray? Like yeah. what time works? And to build this into your schedule. So with very real, like, let's make a plan of life. Let's talk about, are you a morning person and a night person? Like, how do we kind of fit or work this into your daily kind of rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from that, I would probably just say, do hey, you have an awareness of what you're actually experiencing? Because growing in gratitude or an awareness of what's hard is a great starting place to then give that to the Lord. Yeah. Um, so something practical like an examiner, just learning how to sit with <coughs> your experiences, or your thoughts, or your emotions. And then like Seth was saying, like to actually give that to Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm. Seth, what do you got? Uh,
2: the first thing I pretty much always
3: teach people is Lexio Divina. Um, I think it's important because like... Can okay, you
1: explain real briefly what it is If is? Um, let's
3: say you have 10 verses, you read the 10 verses, something might might be a word or a phrase, something strikes your heart, uh, starting to reflect on that and that kind of leading into a conversation with God, like, Lord, this kind of stirred my heart. What, why is this? And trying to communicate, have and speak to you about why that was and apply it to your life quite simply. Mm-hmm. Um, well said. I, uh, yeah, I, I think the Lexington is one of the simplest things, but even that, like, okay, um, I'm going to pray with a gospel pastor every day. Well, there's <coughs> the Bible's big there's four gospels. I just tell them to pray the gospel of the day. Um, it's set every single day. You don't have to pick it out. You don't have to worry about what it is. Um, so just, the gospel of the day. And I usually say a a minimum of 15, 20 minutes, Um, even if it's totally like distracted and you're not thinking about God at all for the whole 20 minutes, just consistently do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the other big thing is like ask, ask for faith, ask for a desire for prayer. My thing was I, I saw the missionaries and I was actually going to pray every day, but like, I was like, they, there's something different. And I was like, they like, they have a desire for this. They're like, they're, there's a great like faith and a great joy in their relationship with the Lord. So I just kept asking the Lord to give me greater faith to believe in you, to, to desire you. I asked him over and over and over again, give me the desire to desire you. Um, so I think those simple prayers in the beginning are like really powerful mm-hmm. as well.
1: It's great. I love that. Uh, Father Innocent is the, the postulant director. You're-, you're, yeah. you're a boys you're in some way in charge of these guys i have a formation issue <laughs> neither of them said listen to the Poco Al Poco podcast Whoa, every week
4: come on it should it should be a concrete part of catholic <laughs> <All> spiritual practice. <laughs> practice
1: just kidding <laughs> well they don't get to D- yeah i would if i could i would, I would <laughs> there you I, go there it is. did you ever listen before you joined
3: you can say no i did i didn't all right i actually didn't like it at first but then yeah. i grew it grew on me and i really really liked it Good this summer, I listen to a lot.
1: Well, I'm I'm glad you still I love that. It. I didn't really like it at first. You
3: guys, you guys bantered too much. I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to listen to Father Mike Schmitz. And <laughs> wow. then, good then for I grew, you, I grew, I grew, I grew. You worked Good through for it. you. Yeah.
1: One of your classmates is the fruit of our banter. Well. just so you know, it's true. Um, <laughs> you got anything? More anything? I always yeah. have something. Um, I,
4: I mean, these, these things are foundational and they're important. I mean, those are you're going to when you when you start on your journey of prayer, when relationships the center, we got to start making concrete decisions, right? So I, I kind of said this, but, but if we're in love or if we want to be in love, um, we, have to, we have to, our behavior kind of reflects that. So when you get up in the morning, you, you prioritize your day, your time around around prayer and it doesn't become something that's just kind of added on or we kind of think about later. But it times, super important. Uh, 20 minutes, half an hour is a great, a great timing thing. Um, and then I, I always promise people that if, as they pray, they're going to desire more, mm. right? So, but we have to start off. I even say being practical, like set your alarm, like the, don't, you, d- don't like just, yeah, don't freak out. It's going to be fine. Set your alarm, do it. Find, find your time, find your place, whether it's going to be in the chapel, whether it's going to be in your dorm room. We had talked about that, Luke, you just finding a, a sacred place is important and have that place be consistent. You don't want to get up every day trying to figure this out. Like, okay, what am I going to do today? And where am I going to do it? And like, we just need to have some consistency that allows us to kind of slip in to this to this place of prayer. The only thing I'd really add when it comes to Lexio, I mean, Lexio is central, right? It's Jesus, it's the Word made flesh. It's it's he, Jesus alive, right? And and um, I so I do think we should start with the Gospels, but I do think it's it. I've always kind of this is my thing, but we start with the person of Jesus, right? Because sometimes we it can be abstract, and sometimes I'm like. I'm I'm spending time with scriptures and people are like in the Old Testament or people are kind of getting stuck places, but Jesus wants to reveal His heart to you. Jesus wants to reveal His face, His His love, right? That's personal, and so we we can start with encounters, right? Mm-hmm. This is something that as I as I walk with people who who are kind of newer in the spiritual life, just to be super simple and tell me about Jesus. Tell me about His heart for you. Tell me about what that was like for for Bartimaeus, right? We had Bartimaeus not too long ago in the Gospels. And what's that like for you? Like, and so it can just become super relational and simple, um, but it's his person, right? So that's, a, I just kind of want to bless college students with this reality that Jesus, the person of Jesus, his heart, he longs to reveal to you. And so we we begin to see him and experience him in a deeper way. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Great. I think, and I think um, one of the, right, like one of the great gifts of the audience that we're speaking to is, for example, if they want to go deeper, if they want to pray, um, you know, a particularly, I imagine a vast majority of the students are at, at Focus campuses, especially because it's remote. Like, it's to plug in with Focus. Like, if you want, if you want to do a Bible study, you want to get into it. You don't know where to begin. Like, well, hey, there's a there's a, probably a Bible study going on at camp. There's probably 14 Bible studies going on at campus, depending on the university. Like, and they can like help you. So it's mm-hmm. like, I want to begin with Encounters. I want to know Jesus. Like, okay, you know, what? like we can help you out. Um, if that's if that if um if that's not an option or you want something supplementary, I think both of those examples are beautiful of like the daily gospel makes a heck of a lot of sense. Um, if you can, if like focusing on the encounters with Jesus, it makes a ton of sense. That was one of the father Benedict's thing who's the one of the founders of the friars is like one, two parts, like praise. You can not, as you can't, like there's a lot of, there's a, there is a lot of space in our personal prayer for making it custom. Um, but also just like going back to like, focusing on Jesus. Like we gotta, we gotta be reminded and, and, and remember who and learn who Jesus is and keep that kind of uh, central in our spiritual lives. So um, yeah. And and maybe underline it all, there is a, um, there's like a kind of a common thread of like intentionality, which, which is like, it again, it just doesn't happen by accident. And so, okay, cool. Like if you say like you want to pray more awesome, sweet, but the reality is in the midst of life and college, like if you don't like schedule it, like, okay, here's how I'm going, like, here's, here's the the five minutes, the 10 minutes, the 15 minutes, the 30 minutes I'm going to pray. Here's the place. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray this Bible study. I'm going to pray with, with um, the gospel of the day, like the intentionality in a plan. Um, it'll, it'll kind of save you in the midst of, of the craziness of, of life. And, um, but at the heart of it, like this is, we're talking about relationship with Jesus. We're talking about the one for whom our hearts are made, um, the fulfillment of all of our desires. um, The one who frees us, who heals us, who knows us, um, who reveals to us our identity. And it's like, I just don't, that's where, like that's where we want to build our whole lives on. And so uh, college is a beautiful time to really lean into that. Cool.
4: Uh, yeah, sweet. I um I I don't know what if you want to come in for a landing, but um I, I just I just kind of wanna um maybe it's like a pastoral care for people, like just maybe just quickly like things to watch out for. Go for it. Um guys prayer takes time, right? And so it it it's something that's it's a relationship and you have to stay in you have to stay in the relationship, right? Sometimes we want like a, kind of the immediate gratification. And it's just like any other relationship in life, it takes work, it takes time. Be patient with yourself, be tender with yourself, but stay in it, right? Like I think sometimes in college it can be, we just live in such a, a culture and a media culture that it's like it just immediate gratification. And I wanna show up and I want this, right? Well, it doesn't work like that in our prayer with with the Lord or even healing, the journey of healing with Jesus and, and with our brothers and sisters. And so just, it, it takes time. Right. So it's it's okay that this is a journey. We're not gonna have it figured out in one day. Right. But if we be faithful, if we surround, if we make the time for prayer and 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 open our hearts to the Lord, if we surround ourselves with good people, good friends, and I, I promise you, Jesus will be faithful to you and your life will will start to change and you will experience fulfillment and and, and joy like you've never experienced before, but it's gonna take time.
1: Thanks, Father Innocent, Luke, any closing words or shout outs or anything like that?
2: Oh, don't miss anybody <laughs> on the shout out. <laughs> Closing word and then a shout out. All right. Um, something that's been really fruitful for me here, like praying through Lexio on this Lexio retreat that we do in formation, is just this conviction that the Lord's mercies are new every day. And that like the Lord has already prepared grace for me in prayer, that it's not like there are gonna be days where he's not present. So just growing in the conviction that God has done like the work here for me and I'm, I'm coming to receive and just be present to whatever he is Mm. giving. Um, And then I, it's always helpful for me to return to like, well, why am I doing this in the first place? And I just think of John 10, right? Jesus hasn't come to steal, kill, or destroy. He's not taking anything from me. He just wants me to have life and have it to the full. And that's why I pray is to like enter into his life. Um, Because sometimes I made prayer about like healing or what's my vocation and, and prayer is so much deeper than that. So I just know like my college heart needed to know that this is about something more than just like an Figures, outcome or yeah. a grade or, mm. you know, figuring something out. So beautiful. Um, I can say a shout out to. Sure.
1: Go for just, it. <laughs>
2: big shout out to the team UConn, yeah. Aaron, Koehler, John, Kate, and Jack. Uh, they're awesome. And uh, roommate John, Father Jonathan, and all the people out there.
1: Nice
4: one. Awesome.
1: Cool.
2: Um,
3: yeah, two things I thought. One that Father has really hit home that I wish I would have been hit on the head over and over again was stop judging your prayer. Mm. That's been like so helpful, mm. so helpful for me. Cause yeah, you especially when you're trying to learn to pray and build a relationship, like you get distracted and you do that three days in a row and you really want to quit. And like to keep reminding yourself that was God present with me? yes. Okay. Did he, was he loving me? Was he, yes. So to not judge your prayer um, and think, oh, it was good or it was bad. Um, but no, it was just, it was time with the Lord. So clearly he's working. Uh, and then the other thing I thought about was uh, just be more attentive to God outside of prayer um, to really kind of work that muscle. Because if you're learning to build a relationship with him and it's like, okay, you got 20 minutes a day, you're going, and then you, you don't think about God throughout the day, like try to work that muscle to be attentive, to call to mind the fact that God is loving me. And when you're doing dishes, uh, doing something like that, I always thought this analogy of like, I used to walk, my feet were like inward. And they told me like, to just like really concentrate on like having your heels go out or whatever. And you're not going to do it, but just like, the more you think of it, keep trying to think of it. And you slowly will just start to walk that way. I think about that with the Lord, like be it, try to be as attentive as you can. You might go a couple of days, you don't even think about God outside of prayer, but then you start to, and you'll kind of build a relationship mm. that's not just in a 20 minute span of every day. Um, was, those are two things that have been really helpful for me being here um, that I would tell myself as a student um, to be attentive to. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give a shout out to my mom and uh, team Ireland.
1: Nice one.
4: Father, innocent, in closing, No, I'm just grateful for these guys that they're just great witnesses. I think we, we have a sweet spot for focus. We really appreciate them, and we have a, just a, the relationship we have in our own ministry and mission. Yeah. And so the, the relationship means a lot to us, so we're just really humbled to be, be able to speak blessing into their life now.
1: Right. Yeah. Thanks, everybody for, uh, for watching. And uh, thanks, seek or focus for having us. And w- what's up to all my seek, folk, focus, seek. I I'm using them as synonyms. Focus, friends. Too, too many to to name. Too many to name. But um, we're it'll be February. We'll be praying for them, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's February. It'll be in the seek will be in February. This oh, wow. episode will come out before that. Wow, I didn't know that was in February. Usually in January. Yeah, yeah, because it's remote. Oh, can you promise to pray for them? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I'll those pray the rosary because right. I, I really believe in the power <laughs> oh, yeah. of the rosary. As, oh, as, as you, you should, bro. As said. you should. Um. So we we have a, a confirmation that we'll be praying for you that day. We're not just going to say it. You know what I mean? We're going to do it. Do you want to bless these people? Oh, love you. The Lord be with you and with, with your spirit. spirit,
4: Almighty Father. We love you. We adore you. We thank you. I just pray that your blessing will just pour down upon our brothers and sisters at Focus, all the missionaries, all the students, all the staff that they would just experience a new Pentecost with great confidence and joy that you are alive, that you are real, that you have made us for yourself and that we have deep longings to be fulfilled and you indeed, Lord, desire to fulfill us. We just ask for the gift of a new prayer life, a new contemplative prayer for everyone. Yeah, everyone listening, watching, everyone in focus, that they would experience intimacy with you and that this would be the center of their lives the intercession of Our Lady and St. Joseph, I bless all of you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Oh, Amen.
1: Amen. All right. Thanks, everybody. You po- guys co- did po- it. Go. Thank you. God, God bless you You guys want to replace Father PT and Father <laughs> <English>? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was an upgrade. Yeah, I, feel, I felt this was amazing. You guys were
4: speaking wisdom. I'm like, man, you have a good formator.
2: Mm.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> God
1: Please.
2: bless everybody. Good, good mentor, too. He's not here. Mm. Well,
1: he has I a, a mentor. Great, <laughs> great mentor. Yeah. <laughs> you have a...
2: Absolutely. God bless everybody hey, For of Philadelphia <laughs> <Angela. laughs> Poco a poco Hey little by little we learn a little more each day that God is love
3: that life is sure.
0: Thanks for listening friends for more content from this podcast click the link in the episode description Join these podcasters and many others as we encounter Jesus at Seek 22, February 4th through the 6th. For more information and to register, visit seek.focus.org.